And welcome, folks. It's Joe Public, the public record. Normally I have a plan. I have no plan tonight. I am I am working without a net, as it were. So, uh, yeah, that should be entertaining and interesting. Actually, it will be entertaining and interesting. It will be both of those things. Because I'm a professional. That's what I am. Yep.
was refreshing. That's cream with spoonful. Um, there was like a, I don't know. It's funny. There was like a theme there that happened just spontaneously, kind of. Like I said, I'm working without a net. This is Joe Public on the public record. Um, I got no plan. Normally, so just so you you folks know, maybe you tune in after I first started. Fairly reasonable thing for me to assume. Um, I'm sure nobody is out there waiting for me to log on. <laughs> Anyway, so um, I don't have a plan tonight. So it's this is two hours of just freeform radio. It's FM, man. You're listening to FM radio with Joe Public on the public record, dude. All right, I should just call myself Doctor Doctor Johnny Fever Booger. Um. <laughs> So, played Cream, Spoonful, before that, Yardbirds with For Your Love, uh, Kinks did Till the End of the Day, and Small Faces with Tin Soldier. So, how that all came about. So, I knew I was going to play Tin Soldier. That's, like, the only thing I knew I was going to do tonight, because I it, it just, like, popped up in a mad shuffle of playlists last week, and I went, oh my god, this is a great song. Um... Yeah, I kind of love the small faces. I mean, I I love the faces more, but the in some ways, but the small faces, um, they were more deliberate, kind of less of a less of a free for all, and and so the discipline I think that Steve Marriott brought um, was I don't know, just just really cool. It's and and they're one of those bands where. I really wish they had recorded when recording technology was a little bit better because they were such great musicians. Um, Ronnie Lane on the bass, like, I think the whole idea of lead bass came from Ronnie Lane. Um, Kenny Jones on drums. And actually, if you go and you listen to the small faces and you listen to the faces, in particular, go listen to the faces cover of I'm Losing You and you will understand why Pete Townsend wanted to replace Keith Moon when Keith Moon died with Kenny Jones. Like, what Kenny Jones actually did in The Who was disappointing. But if you listen to uh, I'm Losing You by The Faces, you absolutely get why that was his choice. Like, it, it just... Guy was a monster. I think he was intimidated by having to take on... Uh, taken over for, for Mooney. Um, anyway, great song. And that was about the only thing I had planned for tonight probably log off right now <laughs> kinks till the end of the day actually just seemed like it was gonna sound right and then i went into the yardbirds and then the yardbirds made me think of cream because i'm reading i'm actually reading nick mason the drummer from pink floyd i'm reading his book about his life as the drummer in pink floyd and he mentioned seeing cream play and how um like they got to open for cream and seeing the level of musicianship and the the quality of the performance actually is probably what triggered Pink Floyd to actually like take things to the next level and try harder and, and, and be a better band. So that's why I had to play Cream. And I, I love that track. That track's great. Also on my list of bands that I wish had existed when recording technology was a little bit better. Like I don't think they needed 32 tracks, but 16 would have been cool. 
stereo drums like actually the the kick drum not getting lost cuz ginger baker played double bass and the guy was a beast and i would love to have been able to actually feel and hear that so there you go that's me waxing poetic on cream <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Old Guy Radio here on the Radio Nope. Um, anyway, I'm going to play some more music. Yeah. <laughs>
Punch Up Movies in Hollywood. Punch Up is where they have a script for a movie that hasn't been shot, and a bunch of writers and comedians sit around the table, and they punch it up. They make it better. They go, here, add a joke here, add a joke there. Move this scene. Cut this scene. This should be at the end. This should be at the beginning. And you tighten the script up, and you get it ready to go. And it's really fun. You hang out with your friends. It's a lot of fun. But lately, I've been doing Punch Up on all these computer animated movies, and what they don't tell you is, those movies are 80% done when they bring you in. The movie's finished. So when you start saying, well, that opening scene's too long, I'd shorten, they go, whoa, hold on. We just spent $140 million on this. We're not changing anything. And then you say, uh, what exactly do you want me to do? And they go, we need you to think up funny jokes that people off screen can yell over the unfunny, uninteresting action to make it a comedy. I didn't know you could make comedies that way. 
I didn't know you could take sad, boring footage and then have people just yell jokes over it. Like, can you take Super 8 footage of a kid's birthday party and none of the other kids the invited showed up and he's all alone with his little hat to the side and this sad little cake in the kitchen? I know it's awful, but then you have a guy off screen go, I just fell on my bottom into some butterscotch. And you go, wow, someone who I can't see, nor will I ever see, just fell into some butterscotch and is talking out loud about it the way nobody does. This is hilarious. Or you like just show Auschwitz footage of a guy going, I haven't seen this many ribs since I was at Tony Roma's waggity schmackity deal. <laughs> or just show the World Trade Center collapsing. Eighth floor, men's shoes. Seventh floor, lingerie. Wabbity schmackity deal. <laughs> I'm having a party you can't see.
has been one of my favorite songs since I was like 11 years old. That's crazy to me. 11. That's a long, long, long time ago. Um, yeah, Cheap Trick. He's a whore. Um, so the first Cheap Trick album, if you don't have it, if you haven't listened to it, like, okay, okay, it's a given. Nobody buys records anymore. And, and that's sad and that's tragic and on all kinds of levels. But uh, I, you know what? The fighting a battle that's already been lost is kind of pointless. Um, so whatever streaming service you use, <laughs> go like Spotify, Tidal, Apple Music, Amazon, whatever, Google Music, whatever you use, go like look up the first Cheap Trick album from 1977 and listen to it and, and you will discover a thing. If you're not already hip to it, you will discover a thing that will make your life better. It will. Just no doubt. Make your life better. Uh, before that, Blue Oyster Cult with The Red and the Black. Alice Cooper, A Long Way to Go, played um, some Patton Oswalt. Wackity schmackity do! Um, yeah. Just because I like the title of that track and I like listening to the Patton. He makes me, he makes me chuckle. I think that's his job. He makes people chuckle. Uh, Motorhead, Love Me Like a Reptile, Black Sabbath, Supernaut, Led Zeppelin, The Rover, and started off with ACDC, She's Got Balls. That's a long set. That was a long set. I just couldn't find a way to break it up. You know, like I was going to come in and talk and, "Ah, you you know, nope, no, not going to do it. You are listening to Joe Public on the public record here on Radio Nope. That's what you are doing right now, if you are in fact listening. There you go. Um, and as I said, I'm working without a net. So whatever happens, happens. Remember love's fever in our hearts, girl, and in 
danger, gotta run for shade. It's too hot, too hot, too hot, lady. Gotta cool this anger, what a mess we made. So long ago, you were my love. Feeling the pain.
funny how the time can go on Men say they told me so But it doesn't matter It was plain to see that a Small town boy like me Just a, wasn't your cup of tea I was wishful thinking I gave you my heart And I tried to make you happy And you gave me nothing in return You know it ain't so hard to say But would you please just go Watching in the night All alone with me 
waiting for the sunlight When I feel cold You warm me And when I feel I can't go on You come and hold me It's you and me forever If you feel like leaving, you know you can go. But why don't you stay until tomorrow? If you wanna be free, you know, all you got to do is say so. And when you feel cold, I warm you. And when you feel you can't go on, I'll come and hold you. It's you and me forever.
better get on back to town Face the sad old truth, the dirty Lord down Skaggs with Lowdown right there on the public record with Joe Public. So I actually, I was thinking about Brother Boz um, the other day. Uh, I was thinking about Brother Boz because 
there's a nightclub in San Francisco, or there was a nightclub in San Francisco until very recently called Slim's. It's one of the nicest venues in the whole city. Um, nice as a as an audience member. It was nice as a performer. It was a nice place. Just it was a great place. I I got to see many many shows there. And I got to perform on that stage uh, at least a half dozen times. And every time it was like, I felt like I didn't want to play anywhere else. Um, The folks who worked there were so kind and so friendly and so wonderful to every artist that performed there. And it, it was just a very, very special place. And... Boskags was the principal owner of that nightclub. He'd opened it up. He, he'd intended... Eh, sorry about that. He'd intended originally that it would be a blues nightclub. He, and he rapidly found out that there was no market for that. And rather than just pack it in, he opened it up to a wider range of music and he got some investors behind him so he could keep it going. And... Um, it featured all kinds of great stuff. I mean, I, I saw everything. I saw everything from hard rock acts to pop punk to actually a, uh, once got super duper lucky and got to go see uh, one of the infamous Secret Prince shows there. So, hmm, roll it back. I roll the tape back. So, if you're not aware, Prince, when he would go on tour... Um, from the late 80s on, um, he'd play in some big arena somewhere, some basketball stadium or something like that. And um, in between those dates, he would kind of stretch things out and have some fun playing in a smaller room, usually a nightclub or a theater. And it wouldn't be uh, promoted. Like nobody, there would be no tickets for sale. Um, until the day of the show, and mostly the people who'd be in the room would be folks who were, you know, hip in some way, clued in, guestless privileges, and I'll own the fact that's actually how I got in the room. Um, <laughs> it's really weird. Uh, a guy that I was like best friends with in second and third grade, um, his mom was an artist, and his mom went to work for Bill Graham Presents doing um, staging and decoration for VIP rooms at the big festival concerts, the Day on the Greens and stuff like that, that Bill Graham put on. And because of that, she got to know all kinds of people. One of the people that she got to know was Boz Skaggs. And she also got to be one of the investors who invested in Slims and helped him keep it open. And she and I stayed connected for years. I mean, this is before social media. Like, how weird is this that you're connected to someone's mom who who was your friend in second and third grade? Um, but I spent a lot of time as a kid in their apartment. We, we lived in the same apartment complex, and I spent a lot of time with... Uh, her two sons, they were like my closest friends. They were the people that I hung out with all the time. And, and so one, I, I, 
weird little serendipity thing of I ran into her at a concert one time and I recognized her and she recognized me, which was really weird because I'm, I hadn't seen her in like over 15 years at this point. And she's like, Oh yeah. Hey, here's my card. And you know, if you ever want to, if you ever see anything that's going on at Slim's, let me know and I'll see if I can help you get on the list. And so we stayed in touch and Prince was doing like his thing at the Oakland Coliseum Arena. And this would have been like mid nineties, late nineties kind of thing. And, um, she called me out of the blue and just said, Hey, I know you're a fan. Do you want to go to this? And I was like, I will kill someone to go to this. What do I have to do? And she was like, you just bring a friend, go. And I went and it was amazing because it was one of those nights where Prince actually wasn't being Prince. Um, I think he was, when he was playing with the band that was called the new power generation and it was actually a band. And, um, the whole show they did, and I think it was like two and a half hours at Slim's was all covers. There was no, Prince songs in the set at all. They just did, and they like did Hendrix tunes, which blew me away because I always knew Prince was a great guitar player, but when I heard him do that, I was like, okay, I am completely not worthy. Um, and then he stepped out and he like gave the spotlight to other performers in the band to sing and be the be the focus of attention. It was just an amazing, incredible experience. That's probably my number one. Slim's moment. My number two Slim's moment would actually be hanging out in the dressing rooms uh, at this uh, charity concert that was um, uh, it was all different San Francisco Bay Area bands who were all doing um, little short sets, like two or three songs of Cheap Trick covers. Um, and the band that I was in at the time was invited to play and the backstage area was just the most fun in the world because it was all people we knew. It was all people that, that like loved the same stuff we loved, and it was just a blast. It was one of those moments as a musician where you just sit there and you go, I am really, really happy I decided to do this with my life. So that's kind of my memory of Slim's, and Slim's is gone now. Slim's is a victim of bullshit from the city of San Francisco. It, it's not just the pandemic. The The city of San Francisco rezoned the neighborhood around Slim's. Slim's, when it was built, it was surrounded by auto shops and like machine shops and stuff like that. Basically, businesses that give no shits about there being a loud nightclub nearby. And the city of San Francisco rezoned the whole area. They allowed all this residential stuff and and it's been probably 15 years, maybe longer, that Slims was dealing with a neighbor that just bitched and complained about every aspect of being a neighbor of a nightclub, which is, to my mind, the same as somebody who buys a house that's in the flight path of an airport and then complains about the airplane noise. The airport was there first. I'm sorry that you're stupid. But anyway, stupid one, Slims lost, it's gone. And I feel bad because I think Boskags did a great thing for San Francisco for a long time. And it was probably like almost 30 years that that club was open. So 
it's uh that's why I play boss um also because yacht rock um Daryl Horn John Oates Sarah Smile so I'm talking a lot here um my daughter I have a 14 year old daughter my daughter one of her favorite songs and this like kind of freaks me out a little bit is Rich Girl by Hall and Oates and that is like almost literally my first favorite song like that was not influenced by somebody else I get all kinds of songs before that song somebody else in my house liked it my older sister her husband something like that Rich Girl was the first my first on my own favorite song and my daughter loves that song and just the other day we were driving in the car and I gave her the reins to play the the stereo and she played that song and the two of us were singing along together which we've done dozens of times it's kind of cool that's a cool dad moment right there but it's it's also weird um before that the Commodores sail on I love that song I confessed on Facebook while it was playing I love the Commodores and you know like somebody goes oh yeah brick house i'm like yeah brick house that's a great song who doesn't like brick house right people don't even register that that's lionel richie and the commodores ceylon is totally the commodores it's like it it is a classic 70s mellow mellow dang tune thing is it not yeah and cool and the gang started us off with too hot Again, you know, yeah, it's one of those those things that I think is missing from the world today that there needs to be more of. There need we need more swirly electric piano. I actually I'm I'm thinking that's going to be a project for me in my music that I make. I think I'm going to do swirly electric piano. I'm going to try. Anyway. <laughs> You're listening to Joe Public on the Public Record. I'm going to stop talking and play more music. Yeah. <laughs> Here I come once more from Jada. Three tears I bring for you from God. Oh, please, my friend, so accept it. It's the best I've got in stock. So please, won't you look at that? Jada, bring me good sense in me now. And I've got to smoke it. I've got to smoke it for you. It's sense in me I bring for you from Jack 
I'm saying 
Stiff Richards with Not From Here. Um, so actually they became, they were basically the guys who, the core group that made up a band called the Uptones from Berkeley, California. And literally the first band that I, that I saw as a kid in high school where I walked up to them at a gig. I like walked up to their guitar player and I said, you guys are amazing. And I expected him to kind of blow me off and not really give a damn, right? Because I thought anybody who played on a stage at that point, I was like 15 years old, 16 years old, 
And I thought anybody who played on a stage was a rock star, right? I, I had no, like, I had no level set at all. I saw them in a club. They were amazing. I figured they're rock stars, right? And he's like, really? Oh, wow. Thank you so much. And we've been friends for years since then. So a guy's name is Eric Din. He's a fantastic freaking dude. Singer, guitar player, record producer, songwriter. Guy is amazing. And uh, that band, Stiff Richards, didn't last very long. Um, Eric's still doing music. He's a, he's a dude. He's an absolute dude, man. That's a great song. Uh, anyway, before that, Steel Pulse with Blessed is the Man. Gregory Isaacs did Report to Me, and Barrington Levy with Sensibia. Yeah, went on a reggae thing there. Reggae-ish, ska-ish thing. And as I am wont to do, if you listen to me enough, you will quickly figure out that there's a pattern to what I play. Um, I tend to play a lot of classic rock. I tend to play some of the punk rock stuff, the classic punk rock stuff. I tend to play some of the progressive rock stuff. That's kind of my thing. Oh, and soul and funk and disco, right? Yeah, you know, it's simple. It's easy. And then I throw in country and comedy records and whatever. You know, it's 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 not rocket surgery. We gotta stop saying that phrase. That phrase has worn out its welcome. I need to find a different phrase that conveys the same uh, malapropism kind of thing going on. And if you don't know what a malapropism is, Google it, Tuck, tuck go it, Yahoo it. I don't care. Search it. Find it. If we live in the 21st century. You can answer every question. So, okay. <laughs> now I'm going on a tangent. So. Here's the thing. Every question is answerable. The thing to know is that when you find an answer that you don't like, it's still probably the truth if you got it from a source that's reliable. If you're only interested in answers to questions that you like, and you're hunting for those, you're a dipshit, and you need to stop that stuff. It's not healthy for you or anybody around you. Okay? Got it? Cool. Anyway, huh. <laughs> there's, that, there's that sigh again. Oh, did I say prog rock? Whoa, what was that? That was weird. I pushed a button and then it didn't go. Go!
got to be one of the best fade outs in the in the entire history of of rock ever. Starship Trooper by Yes. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yes, indeed. This is Joe Public, the Public Record. Hey, I'm gonna back announce, and I'm gonna get the hell out of here. Um, it's been fun. Has it? Actually, it has. It's been fun. Uh, that's the clack clack of my keyboard as I'm trying to switch screens so I can see what I played. Um, yes, Starship Trooper, Pink Floyd, set the controls for the heart of the sun. As, as I mentioned earlier, I'm reading Nick Mason's um, autobiographical story of playing in Pink Floyd right now, and it, yeah, that's cool. <laughs> It's a cool book. I'm going to talk more about that book, I'm sure, because it's it, it, uh, right now I'm at basically the recording of Dark Side of the Moon. There's a lot more story to tell, and it's going to get juicy as shit. <laughs> no doubt. Uh, started off with Jethro Tull, Living in the Past. Um, had this weird opportunity. To, to, so, like, I play in a cover band. I play in a bar band, right? Because I'm old. And... Um, the bar band I play in started off as like a company band, the architecture firm that a lot of the rest of the guys played in. And um, initially the band started so that we could play at their uh, company barbecue every year, which was horrible. Absolutely freaking horrible. As an outsider, not working for the firm, every year I would go, I would show up and set up my stuff and just watch all of these employees trying to pretend they cared about their bosses because the band is made of like the studio directors at the firm. Um, their bosses playing their favorite songs. And all these people are like way too young to give any crap about any of this stuff. But the last year we did it, the very last year we played their company barbecue, they got this woman who was a flautist to come sit in with us, and we played two Jethro Tull songs, and it is one of the most epic things I have ever done as a musician. One, those songs are hard to play, so I felt like a badass for learning them. Two, flute solos! Come on! I mean... Not a traditional rock instrument, but it was amazing. Anyway, thank you all for tuning in, listening. I'm Joe Public. This has been The Public Record. I'm going to play one last song, and then I'm out. Just to prove prog rock goes with everything, man. Thank you. See you next week. <laughs>